This episode is part of a little mini series that I'm putting together for Thyroid Awareness Month uh, during the month of May in Australia to help raise, obviously, thyroid awareness. So this is a break from the normal style of of the Let's Talk Thyroid podcast. They will still, uh, there'll be a couple of normal episodes and stories throughout this month as well. But I am doing a little Thyroid Basics mini series to cover the thyroid basics, what the thyroid is, how it works, what can go wrong with it, what symptoms to look out for, how it's diagnosed, how to manage and treat, how to build a support team uh, across about five or six different uh, little episodes. So I hope you find these enjoyable, shareable, and enable you to understand your own thyroid health a little bit more and to share it with family and friends who need to know a little bit more about their thyroid health too. Welcome to Let's Talk Thyroid. I'm your host, Annabelle Bateman. This podcast is here to offer you hope and strategies for your own thyroid health. I'm a thyroid coach, author, and patient. I've had Hashimoto's for well over 25 years, and I'm very much on this thyroid-friendly lifestyle journey with you. For more information, go to letstalkthyroid.com. Hello, hello, Annabelle here. This is episode four of a little mini series of podcasts that I'm doing as part of Thyroid Awareness. This video is about uh, thyroid testing and diagnosis. But before I get to that, I realized in the first three, if you haven't come across me before in any of my podcasts or don't follow me on social media, you've got no idea who I actually am. So (laughs) I'm Annabelle Bateman. I have had Hashimoto's, oh, I think since I was about 13, it was diagnosed when I was 22. Uh, I'm now nearly 49. So I've been living with Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism pretty much for most of my life. Certainly from the very beginning, I was told you're going to need to take medication for the rest of your life. There's nothing else you can do, just you'll be fine, get on with it. So I did that for a good 10 years or so, kind of delving a little bit into some more holistic things, but um, not really seriously, but about, um, I lose track of time now, but about 10 or so, 10, 12 years ago, I really started delving into diet and lifestyle um, to help me manage my thyroid health as well as the medication. So I'm not an either or person, I'm a both and if you need it. Um, I often say that if I would be dead if I didn't take my thyroid medication, but I'd be miserable if that's all I did. And I think that probably sums up my general approach to my own thyroid health management. I am on a personal mission to try to spread thyroid um, awareness and hope and positivity so that you know that if you have a thyroid condition, it's not the end of the world. Um, It is a lifelong thing. You do have to actively manage it, but it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be fun. It can be simple. And so through all of what I do, I want to bring a positive and practical approach to thyroid health. So that's me in a nutshell. If you want to know more, um, probably look at uh, either letstalkthyroid.com or annabellebateman.com. But for now, let's get into thyroid testing because this is can be a pretty vexed issue and people can feel like or think they have been tested for a thyroid condition and it comes back without a problem. I'm putting that in inverted commas if you're not looking uh, and so have say they don't have a thyroid problem when they might. Now, you might remember from episode one of this little mini series where we talked about the prevalence of thyroid condition that many, many, many people are 
not diagnosed, so they haven't been diagnosed yet, they're walking around with a thyroid condition that don't know it. Some think they've been tested but haven't, so they haven't, they've been misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed. Um, so this is actually pretty, it sounds like it should be a simple thing. The testing for thyroid conditions aren't complicated, but it seems for a variety of reasons, and I do cover this at different points in different episodes on my podcast in the fuller episodes, that our mainstream Western medical approach doesn't really understand thyroid health completely. So um, I'm going to run through some tests that will give you the complete picture for Hashimoto's and Graves' disease. Uh, When it comes to thyroid cancer, thyroid nodules, uh, that's a different, you know, you'll need to probably have an ultrasound or maybe a biopsy. I'm not as familiar with the testing for those processes. I haven't gone down that path personally. Um, But in terms of hyper, hypo, you know, the great autoimmune thyroid disease, then we're essentially looking in very simple terms at blood tests. So that's what I'm going to run through with you. Now, uh, I will, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you should see I'm going to hold up some um, some tests. Um, I will, and social media, share these tests as well. So, And they're in different parts on my website. So now when it comes to, we'll start with the hypothyroid and Hashimoto's because that is the most common problem that can, uh, people have. It is probably... I don't know this is for a fact, but it's probably the, also the area where there's the most underdiagnosis and misdiagnosis because the symptoms can relate to so many other things. Now, there's two different components here. You've got the testing for the thyroid function. That's your th- thyroid hormone test or the thyroid function test. And you've also got the testing for the autoimmune disease component. They're two, well, they're multiple tests, but they're two separate parts to it. And this is where so many times people are misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed because they don't, the doctors won't as a general rule, run the antibody tests unless they know you've got an anti (laughs) thyroid um, autoimmune disease or, you know, your thyroid function is really out of whack. Now the difficulty is, is that you can show thyroid antibodies for up to seven years before there's enough destruction to your thyroid gland for that destruction to show up on a blood test. So it is my view as a non-medical person, um, but having interviewed plenty of medical people, that really it is essential to get your thyroid antibody levels tested. Now, the mainstream medical won't do that because they don't believe there's anything you can do for the autoimmune component. So even if you have antibodies, most general practitioners will say there's nothing you can do about that. It's simply not true. There's lots you can do for the autoimmune component. Uh, We will come to that when we come to treatment and management in another video, but there is a lot that can be done. So it actually is really important. And we know that when one person has an autoimmune disease, they are more likely to acquire further autoimmune diseases. So if you can kind of calm that autoimmune storm um, or calm that inflammation, then you go, then that may well help to prevent further autoimmune diseases. So I think that actually is really important. So here's what to ask for if you ha- uh, think you might have an underactive thyroid. So for the antibody parts, it's the antithyroid globulin 
Uh, then you've got the antithyroid peroxidase antibodies. So they're the two. There's usually it's the TG and TPO antibodies. They show um, the, the, the most common indicators of Hashimoto's or thyroid autoimmune disease. Then when it comes to thyroid function, you've got the TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. Now that's the most, most doctors will only run the TSH. It's simply not enough. And I'm about to tell you why, because the other test you should be asking for is the T4 uh, and T3. Now you'll remember from the last video, I'm getting a bit confused because I'm recording these, um, you know, close together. But when we talked about the thyroid function, I think it was in episode two, you'll remember that the thyroid produces T4, which is inactive and T3, which is active. And a lot of our the active T3 comes actually from that T4 being converted into T3. So if you don't know what your T4 and your T3 levels are, you don't know if you're getting adequate T4 and you don't know if your body's converting that T4 into adequate T3. And the TSH has nothing to do, well, it doesn't have nothing to do, but it it's, doesn't measure T4 or T3. So you do need the TSH, T4 and T3. Um, the reverse T3, some practitioners really like to get that, some don't. Um, I would probably put that in an optional. I don't usually get my reverse T3 measured, um, but you can. It's probably, um, you know, if you're looking for a complete panel, it would include that. And it's often a good idea to get vitamin D levels tested as well, although that's not strictly part of thyroid, a thyroid function test. Now, there's ways around. Your, your general practitioner may not want to issue that because depending on where you are in the world, certainly in Australia, Medicare won't cover all of those and doctors have to be careful what they try to put through Medicare. Um, but you can offer to pay for those tests uh, privately and I would suggest that you do that. I think it's money well spent. I think altogether depends that, you know, we're talking the realm of a couple of hundred dollars, not thousands. So I know even that can be expensive, but I think that's money well spent. Um, so if your GP won't put it, um, to cover it under Medicare, please offer to pay for it. You can also get those thyroid function and thyroid antibodies tests through a naturopath or holistic practitioner who has the ability to order blood tests. You will definitely have to pay for that in that situation, but again, money well spent because at least then you're ruling it in or out. Um, and you do then also need to have, um, be seeing a, health practitioner that knows how to interpret those tests properly. Now, um, yeah, but do insist <laughs> and insist on paying for them if, um, if you can't get them uh, covered under Medicare because otherwise what happens is the thyroid function comes back okay and there's difference between in the range and optimal. That's a different conversation. Um you you don't know what's going on on the autoimmune component, if anything. And, you you know, there is are things you can do for the autoimmune component, which we'll come to. Now, when it comes to hyperthyroidism or Graves' disease, um, there's some, there, there are similar tests, but some extra antibody tests. So it's the same thyroid function test. So your TSH, T4, T3, reverse T3 if you want to, and vitamin D, they're the same. It's also uh, recommended that you get um, the thyroid, um, the antithyroid globulin antibodies, that's the TG antibodies, the antithyroid peroxidase antibodies, that's the TPO. So that's the same as with the um, 
hypo graves, but that this is the additional one. Either the anti-thyrotropin receptor antibodies, that's the TRAB, T-R-A-B antibodies test, or the thyroid stimulating immunoglobulin antibodies, that's TSI. So either one of those, um, you can talk to your doctor about that, but that's more of the grave-specific um, antibodies. So that uh, they're the tests. Please insist on getting a full thyroid panel and the antibodies um, even if it proves that you don't have a thyroid problem, then you've ruled that out properly and not just assumed that you don't have a thyroid problem when you actually could. When and I think that happens an enormous amount of times. I've got a lot of people that say, yeah, yeah, I got my thyroid tested. Well, did you? What? Did you just get the TSH? Did you get a copy of the results? So um, I think unless you've seen done that full panel with the antibodies and uh, got copies of them. Um, I you know, definitely recommend you get copies of your blood tests. And the other thing is that if you do know you've got, well, if you've got antibodies and your thyroid function is still okay, there's lots of things we can be doing, you can be doing for that autoimmunity, but it is still, you'll still need to get your thyroid function tested again um, or on some sort of regular basis. And if you know you've got a thyroid problem, uh, you definitely need to be getting your thyroid uh, function and antibodies tested on a regular basis uh, because you need to see is the medication, well, A, do you need medication? If you are on medication, is it the right dosage? How's that all playing out? Um, it fluctuates. Um, I like to get mine done at least every three or four months, um, you know, minimum six months, Um I, personally, I think every year is not enough because so much can happen in a year. And I would rather know that what I'm doing with supplements or lifestyle changes or medication is working. Or if it's not, then I can correct that change faster than like once a year. So that might just be me. That's definitely not medical advice to, to do that, but that's my personal view and experience of having lived with this for a long time and liking to be in control and proactive about my own personal thyroid health management. I like to get my tests done, you know, that sort of regularly. Uh, and if you are having any changes to medication, you do need to get them tested more often than that. It's usually recommended every six weeks um, whilst you're making changes to medication. Like, so for example, recently I changed my medication about seven weeks ago. Um, I just had a blood test yesterday. Um, that medication sort of pushed me a little bit, sort of working a bit too well. So now I'm going to have to, I've got an appointment with my doctor next week to kind of manage that again for the next <laughs> lot. So it is, it's a fine, there's constant fine tuning with thyroid health. And so testing is really an important part of that. So hopefully that helps. Um, I will make sure that um, on social media you can see the list of tests to ask for. If you can't find it, please let me know. Um, and then you can just take that list with you to, to your doctor when um, you, you won't go in for your next blood test. Don't forget, um, share this video if you think it's helpful uh, with someone that you think needs to hear it. Uh, if you want to dive into it in a bit more detail, you can grab my book, Let's Talk Thyroid. Um, via my website, which is letstalkthyroid.com or via Amazon. And let's help keep spreading awareness for Thyroid Awareness Month. Have a great day. Bye.
This podcast, whether you're listening or watching, is intended to be positive and practical coaching style information, but it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, including any thyroid disease, and it should not be used as a substitute for proper advice from a qualified professional.